Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, um, welcome back. If you ever thought that it wasn't a cultural battle, then that's why you don't understand what happened last week. At its core, we had a cultural battle. And yes, at the center of that cultural battle is a battle for our children. Among the other things that are great about being my age is that I don't have my own children still involved with public schools uh, or any schools at this, you know, at this point. That's probably the best thing, well, one of the best things for sure about being my age, um, that that time has come and gone and we survived it successfully. But there is a full court press for the hearts and mind of your children. And that's at the core. Um, if you wonder a part of the success of Republicans in Florida is is you know mad mamas coming out and understanding that at the core of this battle is a cultural cultural war for our children and mad mamas mama bears coming up and showing up and saying you know no you're not going to win over our kids made the difference or it's part of making the difference here in Florida now um, and if you don't believe me uh, you your boy who slept with the um, Chinese spy, Eric Swalwell. Listen, this is an article from, I think this is from um, Sarah Arnold. From townhall.com. She writes, parents, next time you think about voting for Democrats, remember most of them think that you shouldn't have any say in your child's education. Now, we have talked about this before. Uh, Representative Eric Swalwell, Democrat from California, used his Twitter account to call out parents who think they should have a right to know what their kids are learning in school, saying that it's stupid, stupid, for parents to be in charge of their education. He writes, please tell me what I'm missing here. What are we doing next? Putting parents in charge of their surgeries? Yes on whether they get a surgery or not, what surgeries they get, yes. This is, this is what these people are so cavalier about. Um, clients in charge of their trials, 
Well, yeah, clients are always in charge of their trials. Always. They can agree or disagree with the direction their attorneys do. Yes. So when did we stop trusting experts? When we started electing, electing them to Congress, Mr. Swalwell. This is so stupid. So as you can see in the background, this is the original tweet um, from um, Tim Scott. You, you can't really see it here, but it says, we are putting parents back in charge of their kids' education. Now, what I remember um, when my, um, my son was in school, he went to private school for the first eight years. And our, you know, my deal with the school that he was at, with a private Christian school, was that it was indeed a partnership. They were there to teach him the things that we needed him to know. The, I mean, the obvious things like English, math, social studies, science, you know, those things, physical education, those things that we needed him to be good at. Uh, we also chose a Christian school because there would be a Christian uh, flavor to it, making sure the Bible was involved and Bible verses and Bible verse memorization were involved. We knew that that would be the group, and, and we wanted that. So we paid for it. Now, when he transferred to public school, we, we wanted all of the same stuff, knowing full well there wouldn't be any Bible verse readings and memorization, and there would not be a Christian groove about it. We knew that going in. Uh, that was our responsibility. Again, the parents were in charge of their kids' education. So Representative Swalwell, yes, we parents should be in charge. Parents should lead. Yes, and not just send our kids off to these schools like we send our dry cleaning away. Because what we've seen is that that's a methodology that does not work. It does not work for parents. It does not work for kids. It does not work for society. It doesn't work, sir. Like sleeping with Spanish spies. It, it's, a, it's a methodology that has failed us. As you have failed us. So if we are interested as conservatives as pushing full, pushing forward um, in, in, in the political, eh, I hate that, realm, we most, must understand first that we have a cultural war that we are fighting. And the cultural, cultural war that we are fighting is after our most prized possession, our children. Don't give up the fight. The fight starts at the school board. This is, this is why they try to make some parents um, akin to domestic terrorists because they know that that's where the main fight is too. The main fight is at the school board. The main fight is at your kitchen table, at your dining room table, in your kid's room. What you are allowing them to see on their computers and more importantly, and this is really hard to see, on, on their phones, what you're allowing to happen, what you're allowing them to say to you out loud. Parenting is hard and it's not getting any easier. But it is the most important thing that we can do if we are interested in saving the Republic. 
Now, I know that it seems a long way off, a long way removed from Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and, and Washington, D.C. and ballot harvesting and all that stuff. But the key has always been what's happening in our homes. Let me finish this up. Uh, a long time ago, I was at home. I was in college with my roommate, Ted, and um, we were having a conversation. We were sitting down having a conversation. Imagine that. Two people actually sitting down talking. Um, and he asked me about racism. My roommate's white um, and, and still is one of my best friends. I mean, after all these years, more than, I don't know. I've known him longer than I've known any other adult um, any other adult. I thought about it, and that's in my family, but my all my close family, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, have all passed away. Um, and I've not been in contact with a lot of my other family. So I can all I can say um, that I've known him longer than I've known any other adult in my life. And we are great friends. And I said to him that there's nothing that anybody can do. It must be solved one household at a time one child at a time. It's going to be a long, arduous pro process that's going to fail. Because people, and I've learned that people suck. There will always be bigotry. There will always be jealousy. There will always be envy. There will always be racism of some sort. But if you're going to push towards a better society, people better raise their children. My other friend, John Jernigan, said, don't let other people raise your children. Don't let the school raise your kids. Don't let daycare raise your kids. Don't let TV raise your kids. Don't let TikTok raise your kids. Don't let Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat raise your kids. Don't let the school system raise your kids. You have to raise your children. Yes, Representative Swalwell, we are interested in putting parents back in charge of their children's education. We are. My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report. We'll be back right after these messages. Everybody. My name is Willie Lawson, and um, you guys know that I do a lot of stuff on the internet. And you may think with um, what's happening on Twitter and what's happening on Facebook and what happened to Parler 
that um, the mainstream uh, social media sources are really trying to rid themselves of conservative voices. And you'd be right. They most certainly are. Um, but you know what? It isn't as bad as you think it is. It's worse. But there are uh, people who are willing to be platformed for free speech. One of those one of those places is freedomforum.website. Freedomforum.website. You can go there and speak your mind. So come join us. Enjoy the freedom. Enjoy the fun. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that it's not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. My name is Willie Lawson, and this is The Morning Report. So is it okay now, because it was, I mean, during the Trump administration, it is okay to talk about the president's... Um, yeah, we talked about mental health elderly, so let's talk about this guy. Mental the health. Me, you know, the president's mental acuity, because it's there's sometimes where it seems to be lacking. Have you seen sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it's especially bad. I mean, I'm talking about sometimes it's it's like really bad. Like, have you seen the picture? I was told not to take any questions. <laughs> I was told not, not to take, take any questions. questions. They told they're going to be mad at me. They're going to be mad at me. They, uh, Mr. President, are you the president? Or are you or are you five? You, you see, what I want see the, the next question is. Um, to, to I was Mr. told. President? I was told to call on what you yes. call for C for NBC. Who's telling you to call on? That's the question that we ought to be asking. 
Who's telling you this? I mean, I, I don't understand why no, nobody won't ask that question. Is Jen Psaki actually the president? Who's telling you to call on these people in the media? Is Jen Psaki actually the president? Uh, probably so. All right. Welcome to the Morning Report. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of fightbackmedia.com, 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 and fightbackmediatv.com. Um, over here, which way? That way. Over here is Mehmet, is Mehmet Oz, Dr. Oz. Uh, Dr. Oz was running for um, Senate in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, Dr. Oz lost that race to John Fetterman, uh, a former mayor of a small town in um in Pennsylvania that um, recently suffered a stroke. So what we're talking about and, and not trying to be ugly about it is that uh, Mehmet Oz lost to a stroke victim. We've said a lot, we've said a lot of times here that um, it looked like John Fetterman, what he should have been doing is recovering and not running for Senate. Um, it, just, it, just, it didn't seem to an average or reasonable person that, that Fetterman was going to win that race um, because he, he's a stroke victim. And he's not a stroke victim from five years ago. He's a stroke victim from May. So let's do the postmortem. What happened? Was there ballot, harvest, ballot harvesting? Probably because we learned a few weeks ago that about 250,000 ballots went out uh, unasked for, unrequested voters in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Elections Authority said, oop, my bad. Um, and that's a problem. Now, we're going to talk about today because I think that we like to play with words and terms and we like to do that to our own benefit. But we're going to talk about the difference and, and what I think the difference is between absentee ballots and mail-in ballots. And there is a true difference. But in any case, um, Mehmet Oz went from going from a celebrity doctor and TV personality to a Trump-endorsed Senate candidate. Yeah. Now, and you would think, well, why, why is that a problem? Um, Oz had made strides in his political career gaining support from Republicans in his fight against the leftist progressive agenda. According to the analysts that spoke to the Washington Examiner, the Republican loss was due to mixed messages, missed opportunities, and a failure to connect with everyday Pennsylvanians. It's you didn't do your work. How many times have you heard this face tell Republicans they lose because they refuse to do their work. Political strategist Nathan Calvert said that the former President Trump's backing of Oz was, was really the nail in the coffin, saying that the Republicans' team did not establish his identity well enough, arguing that voters associated Oz with the former president. Now, here's the deal. And I don't want to go off on a rabbit trail here, but it seems like, like that's where we're going. You can love former President Trump. 
you can think that he hangs the moon. You can't. And I'm not telling you not to. I am not telling you not to. But I am saying, I want to say out loud here a number of times, he is not the most popular fellow you've ever met. He's not intending to be. Never was. And is continuing that practice right now. As we speak, right this very second. So if people are attached to Trump, they're also attached to the negativity of Trump. The, the, the cringiness of Trump, whatever, what, how, however you want to name it, however you want to talk about it, it attaches the, them to that. Well, when you don't allow a candidate to you know, show up as they are first, when you just think that, that, that sticking a Trump sticker on their forehead is going to be enough, then I think you get what we got last, uh, last week. Because here's what you have with Mehmet Oz. First, you have a first-generation immigrant who was wildly successful. Potential first U.S. Muslim U.S. senator. Graduated from the University of Pennsylvania, has a degree from Wharton. And so you took this resume, you know, wow, what a great candidate. Ought, ought to be rocking. So uh, the um, analyst says that, and I agree, that this was so much, this became so much about Trump and not enough about Dr. Oz. We don't know if there was a way to mend that damage, uh, the way that the primary branding, we, we don't know. But the problem, let me explain it in, 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 in a sillier way. If you have a restaurant and you feature Brussels, Brussels sprouts, you advertise Brussels sprouts um, for me, I'm never going there. Never. Because Willie hates Brussels sprouts. I do. I hate Brussels sprouts like I hate socialism. I'm never going there. I am never going to. I'm not, I'm not going to drive by there. I'm not going to try. I'm not. So if you have, so if you have to convince people, and, I, and I'm not talking just about the never Trumpers. I'm talking about, uh, quote, quote, conservative Democrats, if they even exist. Um, right-leaning independents, if they really exist. But you have slapped the Trump name on his forehead as if that's going to be the, uh, the magic of his election. And then when it doesn't show up that way, again, you're going to have to live through some in introspection that maybe in certain places in the country anyway, in certain races that the Trump name does not have the election potential as you think it does. Maybe, maybe. So mean, meanwhile, Trump is reportedly furious um, the former celebrity doctor lost his Democrat, to his Democrat opponent, um, blaming his wife, Melania Trump, for endorsing the Republican. Trump was supposedly going to announce his 2024 presidential run next week. However, several people close to him are begging him to wait. Um, good luck. Good luck with that. 
if you are close to Trump and you are watching this program, I got great news. I, as I went through Twitter, a lot of a lot of folks follow me that I didn't think follow me uh, on Twitter. Um, this program is followed by the Cato Institute, which blows me away. Absolutely blows me away. Cato Institute following us, me. Wow, um, and and many others. So if you are somebody. Was, I don't think that the, the Cato, Institute, Cato Institute is close to Trump, but if you are close to Trump, do me a favor. Tell him not to run. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know that his ego is such that that's, that's, that's going to fall on deaf ears. It just is going to fall on deaf ears. But golly, it would be very, very cool if that didn't happen. Let's see, my friend Ned Ryan, uh, Paul Swanson, Amy Kramer, um, a lot of people from, from the Tea Party movement, uh, Tea Party Patriots, Steve Kona, uh, Melanie Talk with Money Talk with Mel, my friend Kevin Batch from Red River TV, uh, Scott Pressler from uh, The Persistence. I got a chance to meet Scott when he came down to do voter registration here um, in, in our area. Of course, um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Carol Swain, fantastic. Denise Morelli follows me. Uh, it is, blows me away. Absolutely freaking blows me away. Of course, Wayne Dupree. Uh, who else here? Lots of folks. Um, this is T. Tillett from Connecticut. Um, she ran for office a couple of times. Um, Gino, local here from Q105, one of the local radio stations, WFLA 970, news follows this program. Um, that's government more fun. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Uh, Ruth Peterson, uh, there's a bunch in here um, that follow me. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza follows this program. So um, talk, talk Radio Gold Newswire follows this program. So if you are a Dinesh, a Dinesh D'Souza fan and um, you don't follow us on Twitter, follow. Dinesh D'Souza follows us, so why not? Um, LifeNews.com follows us, of course, because we are pro-life. Um, High Plains Pundit follows us. Uh, again, all sorts of people, as I'm looking through this, that I, I was just checking it out, thinking, wow. Well, News Radio, WFLA, the Cato Institute, Andrew, um, Andrew Malcolm, uh, the Free State, townhall.com follows us. Freedom Works, PJ Media. I'm blown away. I am absolutely blown away. I don't have a lot of Twitter followers. We don't have that many Twitter followers, but you know what? Got some doggone good ones. But here we go. If indeed 
you don't want to repeat of 2022, you're going to have to think about 2024 much differently. I don't know if some of you are ready to do that. I know that I'll be having this discussion among some of my friends, you know, here in, you know, here in, in my own community. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have that discussion here. So, so if you've got disagreements with what I'm leaning towards, just drop a comment in the comments here on YouTube uh, or on Rumble. Be happy to talk it out with you. Gladly, I'd be happy to talk it out with you. All right. Take a little break. We'll be back with more of the program right after these messages. So is it okay now, because it was, I mean, during the Trump administration, is it okay to talk about the president's... Um, yeah. We talked about mental health elderly, so let's talk about this guy's mental the health. Me, you know, the president's mental acuity, because it's, there's sometimes where it seems to be lacking. Have you seen... Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes sometimes it's especially bad. I mean, I'm talking about sometimes it's, it's like really bad. Like, have you seen the picture? I was told not to take any questions. <laughs> I was told not, not to take any questions. questions. They told they're going to be mad at me. They're going to be mad at me. They, uh, Mr. President, are you the president? Or are you? Or are you five? You, you see what I want. See the, the next question is. Um, excuse me, I was Mr. told. President? I was told to call on what you yes. call on for C for NBC. Who's telling you to call on? That's the question that we ought to be asking. Who's telling you this? I mean, I, I don't understand why no, nobody won't ask that question. Is Jen Psaki actually the president? Who's telling you to call on these people in the media? Is Jen Psaki actually the president? Uh, probably so. Hey y'all, welcome back. My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report. The Morning Report is a production of fightbackmedia.com, 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 and fightbackmediatv.com, which was that you are doing great this glorious day. Um, behind me is, is Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is a um, gubernatorial candidate for the state of Arizona. Uh, the uh, primary, I mean, the, the general election was last Tuesday on November 8th. And um, for one reason or another, that election has not been called. I know it was 2022. And, I've, and I have tweeted that it seems incredible that in 2022 that we can't count those votes in a expeditious manner. So I started to wonder, well, how many votes are there? I mean... Arizona is not as big as New York City. Arizona isn't as big as Florida. So I Googled and found went to the Arizona uh, Secretary of State Office website where they show me that there are about 200 more Republicans, 200,000 more Republicans registered to vote than they are Democrats. Uh, Republicans uh, outnumber Democrats 34.67% to 30.66% uh, among registered voters in Arizona. 
with another 33%, 33.8% being other. It doesn't break down what other is. 0.78% libertarian. For a total of 4,143,929 registered voters. Now, I don't think for a second that all these people will cast their ballots. Do you? Of course not. Of course you don't think that 4.1 million people cast ballots in the gubernatorial election in um, in Arizona. But if they had, let's let's just be super phantasmagorically uh, optimistic and say they, they had a 70% turnout. It still should not take as long as it's taken to count ballots in the state of Arizona. Uh, it just, it, it, I just can't believe in 2022 that it would take seven days. I just, I, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And you know what? Neither do a lot of other people. A 70% turnout would be 2.9 million votes. A congressional district is about 600,000 people. That'd be like counting almost five congressional U.S. rep races. Florida has 28 congressional districts. They're all counted. We're all done. Governor's race, all done. Um, the senator, the U.S. Senate race, all done. About five hours after the polls closed in Florida, everybody's done. So tell me how in 2022 that we don't know if this woman's governor or not. How is that possible? Now, if you're talking about any, if anybody who questions the um, the integrity of the elections is an elections denier and some sort of conspiracy theorist, then bite me, really. Groan. And 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 sometimes I and I, and I tweeted this to a gentleman um, today that sometimes it's exactly what it seems like. If you think that there's something something nefarious going on, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's exactly what you think it is. These delays, these abnormalities, these why do the cameras shut down in Nevada overnight? How come? Is anyone coming to the podium to, to explain, oh, I know this looks bad, but this is what happened. Is anyone doing that? Yeah, I know this seems sketchy, but here's what actually happened. I know this is a take taking a long time, but this is the process. And this is why it may be taking a long time. Is anyone coming to the platform, to the podium, to express this to the American people, to the voters of Nevada, to the voters of, of Arizona? and all the other places that aren't done counting. 
seems sketchy, doesn't it? Seems incredibly sketchy. All I'm saying, I'm a grown up. I've seen sketchy. I've seen stinky and sketchy and scammy. And this looks like all of it. This looks like every single bit of it. Everybody. my name is Willie Lawson and um, you guys know that I do a lot of stuff on the internet and you may think with um, what's happening on Twitter and what's happening on Facebook and what happened to parlor that um, the mainstream uh, social media sources are really trying to rid themselves of conservative voices and you'd be right they most certainly are um, but you know what it isn't as bad as you think it is. It's worse. But there are uh, people who are willing to be platformed for free speech. One of those, one of those places is freedomforum.website. Freedomforum.website. You can go there and speak your mind. So come join us. Enjoy the freedom. Enjoy the fun. If you are a true blue conservative, Small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Bloomingdale's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 68. 35 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that it's not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. 
So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. My name is Willie Lawson, and this is The Morning Report. Hi, my name is Willie Lawson. Uh, I am the chief bottle washer, cook, um, janitor, drinker of water of the Morning Report and Fightback Media. I want to really start approaching what is going to be a very sensitive topic uh, amongst the people who watch and amongst people who listen. And I want to make sure that people understand where I'm coming from. Um, and the picture behind me is, 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 is a dear friend, uh, someone who's, who's been super supportive of me and my campaigns and the program here um, for years, literally for years, for more than a decade. She's fantastic, fantastic family from this area, super. Uh, and she's standing next to um, former president, then um, candidate um, Donald Trump when Trump was in Tampa. And um, it, was, it was an exciting event, no doubt. Uh, Trump knew how to get a room going. He, he, I mean, he just did. He just he had all the, he had all the stuff. He could do all the things. Um, sometimes, I think there are people who are who are up and around and made for specific times, a specific time, a specific period of time. And that particular piece of, you know, period of time may or may not last. I know that some of you know are, are, are already ahead of me, but this is something that I've always believed. Um, when we were talking about Trump before and all the foibles and all the, the, the cringiness of Trump, all the, all the baggage of Trump, uh, first of all, people were saying, well, Trump's, you know, just recently a Republican, right? Trump's just a Republican. Trump's mentioned that if he ever ran for president, he he you know he'd be a Republican because Republicans are the easiest fool. I believe that Republicans are the most hopeful, and thus the most easily fool. fool. That's my my take. I think Republicans are are hopeful that um, are, and that that somehow things are going to work out if indeed we just have the right people. Or the people that we get excited about, or the people who just say all the right things. We indeed have the battered wife syndrome. They, as long as they say the right thing, then we buy it, and all is forgiven, and we're off to the next week, and until we get another another ass whooping, 
right? I think at the time, Donald Trump was the person. I think at the time he was. Now, do I think that 2024 is Donald Trump the person moving forward? I can't say that I do, but I don't know yet. And neither do you. I know a lot of you think that because I heard from some of you that Donald Trump never got an opportunity as four years of president, except he did. He's been four years, he spent four years in the White House. Yes, and with all that other stuff going on, but you know what? Donald Trump did a, a really good job on a lot of things. Yes. Lowest black unemployment, um, tax cuts, manufacturing in the United States up, no doubt. You know, the, the beginning of closing the border. Yes, um, getting federal judges elected, and and not going to get him, getting them elected, but getting them installed. Uh, federal federal judges that will protect the Constitution. Getting Supreme Court justices in, in place that would do things like overturn Roe v. Wade. Yes, all good stuff. So, am I am I sitting here saying something negative about? president no no what i'm saying is that we have another two years so to throw all our eggs into one basket is not smart and to be bullied into doing so is also not smart to be afraid to be co being called a rhino or a establishment or whatever the hell no you, you had to earn my vote the last time and you're going to have to earn my vote this time, Mr. President. And attacking other Republicans, that was a tactic. It was a unpleasant, cringy, awful tactic. But it's not something that I'm impressed by anymore. It was, it was great. You were running against one of the worst candidates in the history of running for president, Hillary Clinton. The choice was easy. It would have been like a hammer. Paul Pelosi? Anyway, a hammer versus you. It would have been like a bowl of pudding versus you. It's pretty easy. Pretty easy choice. They didn't have a real candidate. In 2024, sir, you may have real opposition. I've always been a fan of governors because they've kind of done the same presidential thing on a smaller scale, the two houses of Congress and handling emergencies in their state, you know, that kind of thing. Maybe. I'm not worried about the Democrat side. Most, most of them are terrible and they suck. I'm not worried about Gavin Newsom. He's a lightweight. Not worried about people like, um, I don't know, Mayor Pete, another lightweight, panty waist. Most of the people on the Democrat side, Beto O'Rourke, panty waist. But now on the Republican side, it seems 
like there might actually be people to consider. And we should do that. We should do our due diligence. We should be a party of ideas, not slogans. We should be a party of policy and not personalities. And then we'll see where, where it falls. You know, Jeb Bush, low energy Jeb Bush, looked at you at a, at a debate and said, you can't insult your way to the White House. Apparently you did. But I think that that's one of those trick plays that you only get to do once. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.